adaptations of cellular growth and differentiation adaptations are reversible changes in the size number phenotype metabolic activity or functions of cells in response to changes in their environment such adaptations may take several distinct forms hypertrophy hypertrophy is an increase in the size of cells that results in an increase in the size of the affected organ the hypertrophized organ has no new cells just larger cells the increased size of the cell is due to the synthesis and assembly of additional intracellular structural components cells capable of division may respond to stress by undergoing both hyperplasia and hypertrophy whereas non dividing cells myocardial fibers increase tissue mass due to hypertrophy in many sites hypertrophy and hyperplasia may coexist with which with both contributing to increased organ size hypertrophy can be physiological or pathological the former is caused by increased functional demand or stimulation by hormones and growth factors pathological hypertrophy the strained muscle cells in heart and skeletal muscles have only a limited capacity for division and response to increased metabolic demands mainly by undergoing hypertrophy The most common stimulus for hypertrophy of skeletal and cardiac muscle is increased workload. In both tissue types, muscle cells respond by synthesizing more protein and increasing the number of myofibril filaments per cell. This in turn increases the amount of force each myocyte can generate and thus the strength and work capacity of the muscle as a whole. A classical example of pathological hypertrophy is enlargement of the heart in response to pressure overload, usually resulting from either hypotension or valvular disease. Initially, cardiac hypertrophy improves function, but over time this adaptation often fails, setting the stage for heart failure and other significant forms of heart disease. physiological hypertrophy the massive physiological growth of the uterus during pregnancy is a good example of hormone induced enlargements of an organ that results mainly from hypertrophy of smooth muscle fibers uterine hypertrophy during pregnancy is stimulated by estrogenic hormone signaling through estrogen receptors that eventually results in increased synthesis of smooth muscle proteins and an increased cell size The bulging muscles of bodybuilders engaged in pumping iron results from enlargement of individual skeletal muscle fibers in response to increased demand. Mechanism of hypertrophy. Hypertrophy is a result of increased cellular protein production. Much of, much of our understanding of hypertrophy is based on studies of the heart. There is great interest in defining the molecular basis of myocardial hypertrophy because beyond a certain point it becomes maladaptive. Hypertrophy results from the action of growth factors and direct effects on cellular proteins. Mechanical sensors in the cell detects the increased load. These sensors activate a complex downstream web of signaling pathway including the phosphoinositide 3 kinase PI3K or AKT pathway postulated to be most important in physiological that is exercise induced hypertrophy and G protein coupled receptor initiated pathway 
activated by many growth factors and vasoactive agents and th thought to be more important in pathological hypertrophy. Some of the signaling pathway stimulates increased production of growth factors TGF-beta, insulin-like growth factors 1, IgF1, fibroblast growth factor and vasoactive agents alpha-adrenergic agonist endothelin-1 and angiotensin-2. These and other pathways activate transcription factor including GATA4, nuclear factor of activated T-cells, NFAT and myocyte enhancer factor 2, MEF2, which increase the expression of genes that encode muscle proteins. Cardiac hypertrophy is also associated with a switch in gene expression from genes that encode adult type 1 proctyl proteins to genes that encode functionally distinct fetal isoforms of the same protein. For example, the alpha isoform of myosin heavy chain is replaced by the beta isoforms, which has a slower, more energetically economical contraction. Other proteins that are altered in hypertrophic myocardial cells are the products of genes that participate in the cellular response to stress. For example, cardiac hypertrophy is associated with increased arterial natriuretic factor gene expression. Atrial natriuretic factor is a peptide hormone that causes salt secretion by the kidney, decreases blood volume and pressure and therefore serves to reduce hemodynamic load. Whatever the exact cause and mechanism of cardiac hypertrophy, it eventually reaches a limit beyond which enlargement of muscle mass is no longer able to cope with the increased burden. At this stage, several regressive changes occur in the myocardial fibers, of which the most important are degradation and loss of myofibrillar contractile elements. In extreme cases, myocyte death can occur. The net result of these changes is cardiac failure, a sequence of events that illustrates how an adaptation to stress can progress to functionally significant cell injury if the stress is not relieved. Hyperplasia Hyperplasia is an increase in the number of cells in an organ or tissue in response to a stimulus. Although hyperplasia and hypertrophy are distinct processes, they frequently occur together and may be triggered by the same external stimuli. Hyperplasia can also take place in the tissues contain cells capable of dividing, thus increasing the number of cells. It can be physiological or pathological. Physiological hyperplasia Physiological hyperplasia due to the action of hormones or growth factors occurs when there is a need to increase functional capacity of hormone sensitivity organ or when there is need for compensatory increase after damage or resection. Hormonal hyperplasia is well illustrated by the proliferation of the glandular epithelium of the female breast at puberty and during pregnancy usually accompanied by enlargement hypertrophy of the glandular epithelial cells the classic illustration of compensatory hyperplasia comes from study of liver regeneration in individuals who donate one lobe of liver for transplantation the remaining cell proliferates so that the organ soon grows back to its original size experimental models of partial hepatectomy have been very useful for defining the mechanisms that stimulate regeneration of liver. 
The bone marrow is also remarkable in its capacity to undergo rapid hyperplasia in response to a deficiency of mature blood cells. For example, in the setting of an acute bleeding or premature breakdown of red blood cells, hemolysis, feedback loops involving the growth factor erythropoietin are activated that stimulate the growth of red blood cell progenitors, allowing red blood cell production to increase as much as eightfold. Pathologic hyperplasia. Most forms of pathologic hyperplasia are caused by excessive or inappropriate actions of hormones or growth factors acting on target cells. Endometrial hyperplasia is an example of abnormal hormone-induced hyperplasia. Normally, when, normally after a menstrual period, there is a rapid burst of proliferative activity in the endometrium that is stimulated by pituitary hormones and ovarian estrogen. It is brought to a halt by the rising level of progesterone, usually about 10 to 14 days before the end of the menstrual period. In some instances, however, the balance between estrogen and progesterone is disturbed, resulting in absolute or relative increase in the amount of estrogen, with consequent hyperplasia of the endometrial glands. This form of pathological hyperplasia is a common cause of abnormal uterine bleeding. Benign prostatic hyperplasia is another common example of pathologic hyperplasia. In this case, a response to hormonal stimulation by androgens, although these forms of pathological hyperplasia are abnormal, the process remains controlled and the hyperplasia can either regress or stabilize if the hormonal stimulation is eliminated. The increased cell division associated with hyperplasia elevates the risk of acquiring genetic aberrations that drive unrestrained proliferation and cancer. Thus, although hyperplasia is distinct from cancer, pathological hyperplasia constitute a fertile soil in which cancerous proliferations may eventually arise. For instance, patients with hyperplasia of the endometrium are at increased risk for developing endometrial cancer. Hyperplasia is a characteristic response to certain viral infections, such as papilloma viruses, which cause skin warts and several mucosal lesions composed of masses of hyperplastic epithelium. Here, the viruses make factors that interfere with host proteins that regulate cell proliferation. Like other forms of hyperplasia, some of these virally induced proliferations are also precursors to cancer. Mechanism of hyperplasia Hyperplasia is the result of growth factor-driven proliferation of mature cells and in some cases by increased output of new cells from tissue stem cells. For instance, after partial hepatectomy, growth factors are produced in the liver that engage receptors on the surviving cells and activate signaling pathway that stimulates cell proliferation. But if the proliferative capacity of the liver cells is compromised, as in some forms of hepatitis causing cell injury, hepatocytes can instead regenerate from intrahepatic stem cells. The role of growth factors and stem cells in cellular replication and tissue regeneration. Atrophy Atrophy is a reduction in the size of an organ or tissue due to decrease in cell size and number. 
Atrophy can be physiological or pathological. Physiological atrophy is common during normal development. Some embryonic structures such as notochord and thyroglossal duct undergo atrophy during fetal development. The decrease in the size of uterus that occurs shortly after parturition is another form of physiological atrophy. Pathological atrophy has several causes and it can be local or generalized. Common causes of atrophy include the following. Decreased workload disuse atrophy. When a fractured bone is immobilized in a plaster cast or when a patient is restricted to complete bed rest, skeletal muscle atrophy rapidly ensues. The initial decrease in cell size is reversible once activity is resumed. With more prolonged disuse, skeletal muscle fiber decrease in number due to apoptosis as well as in size. Muscle atrophy can be accompanied by increased blood reabsorption leading to osteoporosis of disuse. Loss of innervation, denervation atrophy. The normal metabolism and function of skeletal muscle are dependent on its nerve supply. Damage to the nerve leads to atrophy of the muscle fibers supplied by those nerves. Diminished blood supply. A gradual decrease in blood supply, chronic ischemia to a tissue as a result of slowly developing arterial occlusive disease result in tissue atrophy. In late adult life, the brain may undergo progressive atrophy mainly because of reduced blood supply as a result of atherosclerosis. This is called senile atrophy. Inadequate nutrition. Pro Profound protein calorie malnutrition marasmus is associated with the utilization of skeletal muscle proteins as a source of energy after other reserves such as adipose stores have been depleted. This results in marked muscle wasting cachexia. Cachexia is also seen in patients with chronic inflammatory diseases and cancer. In some cachectic states, chronic overproduction of the inflammatory cytokine TNF is thought to be responsible for appetite suppression and lipid depletion culminating in muscle atrophy. Loss of endocrine stimulation Many hormone-responsive tissues such as the breast and the reproductive organs are dependent on endocrine stimulation for normal metabolism and function. The loss of estrogen stimulation after menopause results in atrophy of the endometrium, virginal epithelium and breast. Similarly, the prostate atrophies following chemical or surgical castration for treatment of prostate cancer. Pressure, tissue compression for any length of time can cause atrophy. An enlarging benign tumor can cause atrophy in the surrounding uninvolved tissue. Atrophy in this setting is probably the result of ischemic changes caused by compromise of the blood supply by the pressure exerted by the expanding mass. The fundamental cellular changes associated with atrophy are similar, similar in all these settings. The initial response is a decrease in cell size and organelles which may reduce the metabolic need of the cell sufficiently to permit its survival. In atrophic muscle, the cells contain fewer mitochondria and myofilaments and a reduced amount of rough endoplasmic reticulum. By bringing into balance the cell's metabolic demands and the lower level of blood supply, 
nutrition or trophic stimulation, a new equilibrium is achieved. Early in the process, atrophic cells and tissue have diminished function but cell death is minimal. However, atrophy caused by gradual reduced blood supply may progress to the point at which cells are irreversibly injured and die, often by apoptosis. Cell death by apoptosis also contributes to the atrophy of endocrine glands after hormone withdrawal. Mechanism of atrophy Atrophy results from decreased protein synthesis and increased protein degradation in cells. Protein synthesis decreased because of reduced trophic signals, those produced by growth receptors which enhance uptake of nutrition and increase mRNA translation. The degradation of cellular proteins occur mainly by the ubiquitin proteasome pathway. Nutrient deficiency and disuse may activate ubiquitin ligases which attach the small peptide ubiquitin to cellular proteins and target these proteins for degradation in proteasomes. This pathway is also thought to be responsible for accelerated proteolysis seen in a variety of catabolic conditions including cancer cachexia. In many situations, atrophy is also accomplished, accompanied by increased autophagy marked by the appearance of increased number of autophagic vacuoles. Some of the cell debris within the autophagic vacuoles may resist digestion and persist in cytoplasm as membrane-bound residual bodies. An example of residual bodies is lipofuscin granule, discussed later in the chapter. When present in sufficient amount, they impart a brown discoloration to the tissues, brown atrophy. Autophagy is associated with various types of cells injury, as discussed earlier. Metaplasia Metaplasia is a reversible change in which one differentiated cell type, epithelial or mesenchymal, is replaced by another cell type. It often represents an adaptive response in which one cell type is sensitive to a particular stress, is replaced by another cell type that is better able to withstand the adverse environment. The most common epithelia metaplasia is columnar to squamous has occurs in the respiratory tract in response to chronic irritation. In the habitual cigarette smoker, the normal ciliated columnar epithelium of the trachea and bronchi are often replaced by stratified squamous epithelial cells. Vitamin A retinoic acid deficiency can also induce squamous metaplasia in the respiratory epithelium and in cornea, the latter with highly deleterious effect on vision. Stones in the excretory drugs of the salivary glands, pancreas or bile ducts which are normally lined by secretory columnar epithelium may also lead to squamous metaplasia. In all these instances, the more rugged stratified squamous epithelium is able to survive under circumstances in which the more fragile specialized columnar epithelium might have succumbed. However, the changes the change to metaplastic squamous cells comes with a price. In the respiratory tract, for example, although the epithelium lining becomes more durable, important mechanism of protection against infection, mucus secretion, and the ciliary action of the columnar epithelium are lost. Thus, epithelium, epithelial metaplasia in most circumstances represents an undesirable change. 
Moreover, the influences that predispose to metaplasia if persist can initiate malignant transformation in metaplastic epithelium. The development of squamous cell carcinoma in areas of the lung where the normal columnar epithelium has been replaced by squamous epithelium is one example. Metaplasia from squamous to columnar type may also occur, as in Barrett's esophagus, in which the esophageal squamous epithelium is replaced by intestinal-like columnar cells under the influence of reflux gastric acid. As might be expected, the cancers that arise in this area are typically glandular adenocarcinomas. Connective tissue metaplasia is the formation of cartilage, bone, or adipose tissue, mesenchymal tissue, in tissues that normally do not contain these elements. For example, bone formation in muscle is designated myositis ossificans occasionally occurs after intramuscular hemorrhage. This type of metaplasia is less clearly seen as an adaptive response and may be a result of cell or tissue injury. Unlike epithelial metaplasia, this type of metaplasia is not associated with increased cancer risk. Mechanism of metaplastic Metaplasia does not result from a change in phenotype of an already differentiated cell type. Rather, it results from either reprogramming of local tissue system cells or alternatively colonization by differentiated cell population from adjacent sites. In either case, the metaplastic change is stimulated by signals generated by cytokines, growth factors, and extracellular matrix components in the cell's environment. In the case of stem cell reprogramming, these external stimuli promote the expression of genes that drive cell towards a specific differentiation pathway. A direct link between transcription factor dysregulation and metaplasia is seen with vitamin A retinoic acid efficiency or excess, both of which may cause metaplasia. Retinoic acid regulates gene transcription directly through nuclear retinoic receptors, which can influence the differentiation of progenitors derived from tissue stem cells. Key concepts, cellular adaptations to stress, hypertrophy, hyperplasia, atrophy, and metaplasia. Hypertrophy increased cell and organ size often in response to increased workload increased by growth factors produced in response to mechanical stress or other stimuli occurs in tissue incapable of cell division. It may be physiologic enlargement of the uterus in pregnancy or pathologic enlargement of the heart in hypertensor of valvular disease. Hyperplasia increased cell numbers in response to hormones and other growth factors occurs in tissues whose cells are able to divide or contain abundant tissue stem cells. It may be physiologic in response to increased need breast SNI during lactation or pathologic in response to inappropriate secretion of hormones. Endometrial hyperplasia due to excessive estrogenic stimulation. Atrophy decreased cell and organ size as a result of decreased nutrient supply or disuse associated with decreased synthesis of cellular building blocks and increased breakdown of cellular organelles by increased autophagy. Metaphagia change in phenotype of differentiated cells often in response to chronic irritation that makes cells better able to withstand the stress, usually induced by altered differentiation pathway 
of tissue stem cells may result in reduced functions or increased propensity for malignant transformation. Thank you.